welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I hope you are doing well. I hope the magic of fall is working its way through your life. If you are an early Christmas decorator, I hope that you are living your best life by decorating for Christmas. I think I'm going to give myself like another week or two, maybe Thanksgiving weekend, really jump into it. Uh, But trying to embrace like this fall situation and this, you know, celebration of Thanksgiving. Um, But props to you guys who have just said, screw it. I'm driving into Christmas right now. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we've been talking about all sorts of things on the podcast as of late. And in one of the past episodes, I mentioned um, how I was trying to take things into my own hands in terms of getting help and really looking into what I can do to best take care of myself. And one of those things that I mentioned was EMDR. And at this point in time, I have officially started EMDR. So I thought I'd give you a little background as to what EMDR is if you, excuse me, have not, um, really exposed yourself to it, if it is something that, you know, you've just heard of in passing, but don't really know the nitty gritty. So EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing Therapy. And it is a form of therapy that is, the best way to explain it, more tactile. Um, So it can, excuse me, be based on your eye movement, as it says, um, you know, in in the title of the therapy, eye movement, um, or it can um, also be done through forms of tapping. So the whole point of EMDR, which was originally created to help um, veterans combat their memories. Um, and actually be able to like move forward with their lives and not be so entrenched by the power of their memories. So research was done into this and this form of therapy was created and it is focused on, and I quote, directly altering the emotions, thoughts, and responses resulting from traumatic experiences. EMDR therapy focuses directly on the memory and it is intended to change the way that the memory is stored in the brain, thus reducing and eliminating the problematic symptoms. So really what EMDR is, is it is taking the memory. It is often traumatic. Um, So again, war veterans, um, people who have dealt with abuse, um, traumatic people um, who have witnessed like traumatic deaths, etc. It is for that. And it is, again, to help you take control of the memory and not allow it to have such like a gripping, excuse me, presence in your everyday life, right? So what 
um, therapists were originally finding is that, especially with veterans, you know, they were put on medications and they were in talk therapy, but it still wasn't enough to help these individuals de-escalate the physical sensations that they were having with the memory and just the overall power that the memory had. And, you know, this is something that eventually I will, I would love to bring on a therapist who specifically deals with EMDR um, because the way that they have of explaining how it, and I'm going to like very surface level explain this, the way that it has been explained to me, and like, oh, again, the research shows that you are taking the memories from like the lowest part of your brain, so like the fight or flight, like um, the amygdala, that whole area of your brain, and you are really pulling it front to like your frontal lobe, where you are again disassociating, for lack of a better word, the experience with your body's reaction to it. Because as we've talked about on here, your issues lie in your tissue, right? So when you are not dealing with pain, trauma, um, any emotion really, when you just suppress it and you just push it down as far as it can go, it gets into your tissues. And as a result, you can develop legitimate physical symptoms. Um, You can have illnesses. Your body can just not function on an ultimate level. It can impact your gut. All of these things can happen as a result of you not dealing with your emotions, right? Or not dealing with an experience, whatever, you know, whatever you want to qualify it as based on your own experience. And so EMDR is helping to pull all that forward and is having you work through that particular memory. Now, I'm very much in the baby stages of EMDR. Um, Currently, what we are doing is we are mapping out my life. (laughs) So my therapist is just asking me a ton of questions about like my college experience, my childhood, my family dynamic, um, obviously my relationship with Tim, like you name it, we are starting to get into it. And Over the next few sessions, before we even get to the actual therapy of pulling a memory forward and dealing with it, we are, again, mapping out a timeline of my life and when these crucial moments, these crucial experiences, crucial memories took place. And I find this to be so fascinating because what my therapist has explained to me is that so much of what I've experienced could have actually started long before that initial experience. So what does that mean? Everything that I experienced with him, right? The addiction, his death, all of that at some point started potentially, right? Because we have to explore it earlier in my life, whether it was childhood, um, my teen years. And so we are going to be tracing to see like, you know, when did my anxiety really kick into fruition? Um, Did I have any traumatic experiences prior to my relationship with him? Like, were there things that I had experienced, not processed, and again, suppressed, which in turn led me um, to to where we are now? So it is truly a fascinating 
process. And I really wanted to share this with you because A, I think it's important to expose ourselves to all forms of therapy. And B, this is, you know, on some level still wrapped in with the healing series. And healing is going to come in so many different forms and experiences. And while there is a lot of, there are a lot of like conflicting opinions about EMDR, right? It doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Uh, everyone has a different response to it. Sometimes we just have to put ourselves in a situation to make change, to figure out if what is working for us or if what we're trying is really going to work for us, right? I've done the anxiety meds. I'm probably going to have to go back on the anxiety meds. Um, but if there is a way that I can work through this trauma, if there is a way that I can, again, pull it out of my tissues and and really like pinpoint either where things started or allow some of these super traumatic moments to lose some of their grasp on me, then I am all for it, right? And that's what I want for you. I want you to be putting yourself in situations where you are going to grow and some of them are going to be so uncomfortable. Some of them are going to be what you least expect it. Some of them are going to work. Some of them aren't. But if you are serious about your healing, if you are serious about your individual growth, then you need to do whatever it is that you can to push yourself, right? It may look like therapy. It may look like writing that book that you've been talking about. It may look like looking for a new job. It may look like speaking up in your relationship or relationships. There are so many different ways that you can take care of yourself. And again, this is just one way, right? I have no idea really what to expect. I truly believe that this is what I need just based on some of the emotional reactions that I have had to, you know, just introducing myself to this therapist, having her explain in great detail what EMDR really is. Um, and I'm just open to the process. I'm super nervous because there are things that we have to figure out. Like, you know, when we really do get into working through memories, apparently I'm going to have to create some container in my mind that I can like put everything, um, until my therapist and I are able to meet again to like go through it all. And so that is terrifying to me. Like, how am I going to get things into a container, right? In this proverbial container, it's not going to be like a physical container. Um, how am I going to, after sessions, you know, like when we're done mapping and we're getting into things, how am I going to just like, okay, put a little pin in it and wait until our next session? Because if you know me or if you're anything like me, we perseverate, right? We get something in our mind and we just fixate on it and it gets really hard to let shit go. So how are we going to work through that, right? There are so many different components. But the other thing that I will say is if you were going to do any of these things, right, to push yourself, to take care of yourself, to move yourself forward, you also need to do it with people that you trust, right? I didn't just pick like the first therapist that I came across, right? I like really looked at a bunch of different therapists. I asked my non-EMDR therapist, like my everyday, my every day, my weekly therapist, um, for her opinion, for her input. Um, 
And then I had like a meet and greet with my EMDR therapist so that I could get a sense of like her vibe. And if I liked her and if I liked the way that she spoke to me, right. Cause some therapists I just find to be like super condescending. Um, and so it's been a process. It's been a journey and it's going to continue to be, but there's the communication. I've also clued in Ryan. So Ryan is like super aware of what EMDR, EMDR is going to look like. He sat in on the meet and greet with this therapist so that he could hear what EMDR like really is um, in an in-depth setting, um, got a sense of, you know, who this therapist is. And, you know, I tell him, okay, I have EMDR this week. And, you know, together we figure out, okay, do I have to like have him around? Should I be scheduling these appointments when I then have time to like debrief with him? Um, especially like as the sessions get more intense because I know I'm going to need that outlet and I'm not necessarily going to like, or I'm expecting that I'm not necessarily going to be like in a good headspace to keep going for throughout the day. Now, my therapist is my EMDR therapist has made it clear that like, we will not end the session until I'm in a good headspace. Um, but again, we spiral, right? We perseverate. So me then making sure that I am putting myself in a situation where like I don't have to immediately go to work um, or I don't have like a podcast to <laughs> record or, you know, like I don't have to do something that requires a lot of like mental effort and energy. So these are all things that, again, I want you to be thinking of regardless of, again, whether or not you're doing EMDR. Like, are you surrounding yourself with people that are going to support you? Do you have, like, a safe word with a friend, with your partner where you can be like, okay, I need to just, like, be straight with you. Like, I need to just let it all go. This is where we're at. Like, are you putting yourself in these situations where you can grow, where you can be safe, and where you can be supported, right? We are, again, getting towards the end of this year, which is just freaking wild. And back in October, we talked about how we had 90 days left, and, like, we have goals that we are going for. And this is another opportunity, right? Like, am I going for the goals that I had set? One of my goals, like I told you, was to be taking care of, like, my mental health and moving myself forward. This is how I'm doing it. And by the end of the year, things are not going to be solved, right? I'm not going to have it all figured out, but by putting myself in these situations where I can work with a therapist, where I'm still going to have my therapist, I am going to be able to truly move myself forward in a way that is healing and beneficial to me. So we kind of, I feel like maybe got a a little off of what EMDR is there, but that's okay because it all connects, right? Regardless of whether or not you are doing EMDR, you are doing something that is going to move yourself forward. So keep in mind what you're doing for yourself, why you're doing it, how you're going to continue to support yourself. And for those of you who are considering EMDR for your own personal growth and to help you through any form of trauma, if you have questions, like reach out to me, do your research, reach out to a bunch of different therapists, And really put yourself in a position to be informed before you start, right? I think that that's like super key and figure out like, 
what are your therapist practices, right? Like mine is providing either eye movement, um, hatch words, blanking. Like I have the option to do eye movement. I'm going to have the option to do tapping. I'm going to have the option to like, I think use a clicker is the third option. Um, and it's going to be whatever I feel like works best for me, whatever I connect with more. Um, and what I guess like really helps bring those memories forward. So remember that you are your own biggest advocate in your healing journey in what you want for yourself. And it's probably gonna get messy. It's gonna be uncomfortable at points, but like you can do it. And I'm here for you. I am cheering you on. And if you would like me to keep you in the loop as to how EMDR is going, I will be happy to continue these like pop in check in episodes. Um, because again, information is key. Being transparent is the way that we move forward as a community. And so wanted to share, give you some background on EMDR, give you a little more information as to why I'm going through EMDR, what it's starting to look like, and we're just going to go from there. So thank you for being here. Happy November again, and let's go out and kick some ass. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here today. It warms my heart knowing that I get to connect with you and that we are on this journey together. So if today's episode resonated with you, I would absolutely love it if you could leave a review because that will make sure that everyone else on this platform gets access to Sweat and Reflect or if you would at the very least share it on social media to help me get the word out that you are not alone in this world. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being here and I will see you soon.